he was okay for one year as a quarterback, and then he was just mediocre at best. But nobody outside of football, I, I can I can guarantee you, Sean Rima would not have heard the name Colin Kaepernick had he stayed doing and played football because you don't follow football. You would have never known right. who he was. Never. No, not at all. <laughs> I wouldn't have. You know, he'd be totally anonymous right. to me. You know, right. So now he's a he's a global celebrity. I mean, he really is. Everybody on planet Snake and Earth knows who he is at this point. And but I I just you know I know people are going to hate my stinging guts, but I could I once I got through Al Green yesterday, you know, and the flag he's flying and <laughs> George Floyd's name over the White House, and and then you know and, and then once Sheila Jackson I think I even texted you once Sheila Jackson Lee took the stage. Yeah. And the first thing out of her mouth is, this day is about the family. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so not right. about the family. I just, right. I, I, I couldn't watch anymore. I didn't make it to, to Reverend Sharpton. And I use the term Reverend loosely, you know, because he showed up at the very beginning and makes a big show. He's got his preacher robes on, you know, and he's got all these dudes, which I imagine have guns under their jackets surrounding him. You know, it's it's it was really kind of a farce in my opinion it really was you're right well, you know it was what? a political rally it was not a funeral well and i'm going to say this again because i believe this if that's what you want if the family obviously sure. the family agreed with that the family agreed to have that and that's their call they can do that that's certainly fine right. i have no problem you do you and if you want a political rally as a funeral that's what you get when you bring al sharpton i don't call him reverend because i have yet to hear him preach the gospel of jesus christ Right, right. He wasn't doing that yesterday. Well, he had a couple no, of he wasn't. verses, I guess, he tossed in there. You know, just that's, not the, that's not the gospel. That's well, not the gospel. I agree. He's anybody can, anybody can cite the Bible. Anybody, right. anybody can cite the Bible. Anybody. Right. But he's, so. he's, always been, he's always been full of crap. And if you're under the age of 30, you don't remember Al Sharpton in the 80s and the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was really, I in do. my opinion, a little bit more like him himself. He, he's been legitimized mm-hmm. beyond all logic or reason over the past 30 years. <laughs> yep. Because when you and I first knew, you know, started hearing about Al Sharpton, he was a criminal. He was a thug. He, he was a guy that walked, ran around with gold chains and in an in a, in a expensive athletic suit. There was always charges about cocaine selling against him. He used to show up on uh, various TV shows. He was just... You know, he was kind of a shady guy, and everybody knew him as a shady guy. And he's been, 30 years later, Trey, he's been validated into this. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. He's a, he is He's their messiah. Um, another, another topic here, bringing it back local. Um, and let's just, uh, we're going to run out of time on this, so we'll have to carry this over in the next segment. But the RNC is looking for a place to go. It looks like they may go to Jacksonville and Savannah, Georgia. Who knows? But I want to talk about these local, uh, and I I don't call them leaders because they're not leaders. And they don't care about San Antonio. They don't care about San Antonians. And I'm talking about Ron Nirenberg and Nelson Wolf. Nelson said yesterday that he doesn't think that we ought to try to attract the RNC here because look at all the buildings downtown that are all boarded up. We had all these riots, and they're going to have more riots if you bring the RNC. (laughs) 
because the riots this and the riots that. And Nirenberg said, I see no sign that this is a serious possibility. Well, let me lay out what a serious possibility is for you, Ron, so that you understand, and you too, Nelson, so that you understand. The uh, host uh, business in San Antonio has been decimated. 36 or so conventions have been canceled in San Antonio, costing San Antonians $140 million. I'm talking about people who make up beds. I'm talking about people who flip eggs. I'm talking about people who drive taxi cabs, are out of money, and they're trying to put food on the table for their kids. The RNC would bring approximately 20,000 people and somewhere between 50 and 75 million, approximately half of the conventions that we could that we have lost could be made up in one weekend. You don't care about San Antonio. You don't care about this community, and you don't care about the people in this community because you won't lift a finger to try. And I say, bring the Democrats too. I don't care. I don't care what their label is. If their pockets are loaded, you bring them in here. No, they're kind of moving the whole town in the opposite direction because it's really not about San Antonio, and you know it. This is <coughs> excuse me. This is politics. You said a little while ago, you know, you got the Castro boys and their mom kind of pulling the strings behind everything. They, they, they're not, they can't be known as the people who let the art, who, who let Trump's RNC come to San Antonio. They see that as a negative in their political resume. They, they, so it doesn't really matter how much money it would bring in. It doesn't matter how beneficial it would be for the town of San Antonio. It just doesn't matter. And don't, Judge, don't give me this crap about, well, you know, Trump might bring more riots, you know. I was like, oh, stop. Just stop. You know, again, as you said, millions of dollars coming into this town after we we just took a major hit with this pandemic crap. And they're playing politics with it. But that's what they've been doing all along. So I mean, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't it doesn't shock me. What, what's what's insipid oh, no. is is the the nonchalant manner in which they brush it off. And oh, it's not a good idea. No, I I don't think it's a serious deal. You know, come on, man. People are start, People are hungry. They're trying yeah. to pay their bills. And and your <laughs> job. Yeah, and your job as mayor or as as county judges fix the streets, which you can't even get that done. You can't even fix the streets around here. But second of all, to make this an attractive place for people to come and spend their money. And what have you done? You've done exactly the opposite of that. You've made this one of the most unattractive places on the planet. Thank you very much. And now we've got people who cannot even go to work and make up beds and do the things they need to do at the hotels and what drive taxi cabs. And you got an opportunity to. At least make a pitch. Who knows if it's going to fail or not? But you go in there and you swing at it as hard as you can over the plate. And you try to knock it out of the park. They're not even going to suit up. They're not even going no, to go to the state. They're not. No, not. of course not. No, it's nope. it's bad politics. They they can't afford to have Trump bring his convention here to San Antonio. And this is what's happening. Remember when Ron used to say, uh, "I want to make this into a, a San Antonio into a world class city." Well, yep. you have Ron. We're a world class embarrassment, and nobody embarrassment. wants to invest here anymore. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, and, and and as far as the RNC bringing riots, you know, and and yeah. suddenly you're going to have all these, I guess, drunk Republicans rioting and and destroying more businesses downtown. According to Nelson, show me one time that that's happened. Show me one time. 
one time, other than 68 in Chicago, you show me one time that Republicans have rioted anywhere. Our people on the right, our conservatives have rioted. I'm sorry, Nelson. It's your side doing the rioting, the looting, and burning everywhere. It's the leftists in this country are doing that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. More wear and rhyme just around the corner. Sean will kick open the next segment here. Traffic and AccuWeather coming up. Alamo water softeners. I told you yesterday about my great friend, well, my new great friend, Alonso's. <laughs> Alonso's is a great guy. Uh, I, I just had a system check. That's all. Everything was fine. But, uh, you know, every once in a while, about once a year, I'll have him come out and just look at everything. Look at all the lines. And I do that with everything in the house. And Alonso's came out a couple of days ago, and he did. He looked at everything in the Alamo water softener, and he did a backwash and did a backwash again, and then he did a regen. I mean, he, did, he went through the whole thing. And I stood there with him, watched him go through the whole thing. It's cool. He's a cool guy. That's a cool company. I've known this company since its inception, since before it was born. I've known this company that long uh known the owner uh when he worked for brand x and i gotta tell you these guys are just tremendous at alamo water softeners they're gonna take great care of you with the perfect water softener for your situations call alamo water softeners today 210-274-6122 breeze outside now lower humidity today it feels really nice here's the deal mostly sunny today 94 95 tomorrow and friday and and on into the weekend it's going to look that way too with almost almost full sunshine the next several days and with it being in the mid 90s though it's going to feel much nicer than the past couple of days because privacy simplified bringing america back get what you need to know at ktsa.com in a period of four months it has devastated the world and it isn't over yet Nope, he's laying the groundwork for more lockdowns. Get ready. It's a 720 now at KTSA. Where in Rima? What's going on, Mr. Rima? Well, you know, I, I, I just a few more thoughts on yesterday, you know, because okay. it, it, they've it's about really, the funeral. Well, yeah, and and okay. not diminishing, you know, the the possibly criminal nature in which he he died, you know, or or the tragic way in which he died. However, mm-hmm. we figure that out. Right. You know, they really have elevated him to a status that is kind of weird. I mean, you know, he, he's 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 taken away in a horse-drawn casket. There mm-hmm. were there were there were references to Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it was just very surreal to me. And I keep thinking of former uh, or retired police chief from St. Louis, David Dorn, mm-hmm. who is a retired dude. Man, he could be doing anything at that time. And he's protecting a friend's pawn shop, and a 24-year-old punk shoots him dead. Mm-hmm. Dies on the sidewalk in a puddle didn't, of his own didn't blood. Didn't he shoot him from behind too? Didn't he shoot him from behind? Yeah, there was. So he didn't, didn't yeah. even look him in the eye. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, p- pretty cheap, dirty way to die for a man of his accomplishments. Uh, an African American police chief in a town like St. Louis, by all records. I, I bring it up because his sister did an interview uh, with Fox that I I happened to read. And, you know, she's like, he was the the epitome of a successful man in America, successful Christian, you know, upstanding individual who happens to be African-American. He's the kind of guy that the guy who shot him should be looking up to uh, instead of killing. And uh, And he dies on a sidewalk, you know, in his own blood. And there was just some incongruity there for me, you know, because you don't, you notice you don't hear about David Dorn a lot, really. Not, you really, really don't hear much about him. You're certainly not mm-hmm. seeing every single one of his services on TV, uh, on every single, uh, channel, 
that, mm-hmm. that is available. Right. Forgotten. He's he's unfortunate news. If you're on that side of things, you don't want to talk about David Dorn. Uh, right. Again, a, a former police chief, uh, black police chief, gunned down by a 24-year-old black man. Right. And they just yeah. want it to go away, man. And I think it's shameful. Because yeah. he is. He, he was the kind of a guy you want young people to look up to, whether they're white or black. They don't. And, uh, they don't want him to look know. up to him. No. They don't want him to look up to the the left doesn't want anybody to look up to somebody like that because he made it. You know, he came out of of decimated uh right. in, inner city and he 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 made something of himself. He didn't wait for somebody to give it to him and he certainly didn't rely on the whole thing about well I've been held back for 400 years. He didn't rely on any of that. What he did was he made it happen for himself and for his family and he's a real true American hero. And that's one thing the left can't stand. They don't like yeah. real true American American heroes. Now, there's been some that's been made about the criminal past of of uh, George Floyd. There have been right. some who have been talking about his criminal past and some of the things that he did, home invasions, all these other things that George Floyd uh, allegedly did during his life and the list of the criminal behavior that George Floyd was involved in. None of that matters, however. Oh. All, all of that stuff is to the side because what matters right now is the word that they used in that service yesterday, and that is martyr. The, yeah. they, the left has been looking for a martyr to be able to justify things such as riots and burnings of of, uh, of 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 businesses and things of that nature. And George Floyd, they have taken him, regardless of who he was, regardless of what he did in the past yeah, or whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what matters is they got they got their martyr, and that's <clears throat> and that's what they did. They they played it up. When in reality, the guy who, as you so eloquently just stated, the guy who should have been elevated and praised was the cop who was shot in the back of the head. And there's no greater coward than somebody that shoots somebody. This goes back to Old West stuff, Doc. Right. The, the coward is the guy who will shoot somebody in the back of the head, period. Yeah. Full yeah. stop. Yeah, That's a coward. Uh, right right, precisely. I mean, it was that was really, you know, that was, it, it seems odd by today's standards that that was frowned upon. But, you know, it is. It's the idea that you would just very cowardly uh, walk up behind somebody, uh, like Jesse James, for the the, the way Absolutely. he died. Uh, with the Absolutely. Absolutely. This guy's named Ford, I think. You uh-huh. know, uh, who, was call, who was called from then on the coward, I think John Ford, or I can't remember his, full, his first uh-huh. name. Right. And, so, and that's how this guy died. Because this young man, you know what, couldn't have faced him. This young man didn't have what it takes to look that to look guy in the eye, eye and say, I'm going by you. Right. Go ahead and stop me, old man. And he would have found a whole different, uh, you would have had a whole different outcome right. <laughs> to that event. So he well, shot him in the back. You know, it's just, this is, it's horrible. This is not going to happen. And I understand that when it, when it comes out of my lips, I understand it's not going to happen. But that young guy should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and he ought to be he ought to face the death penalty he ought to be uh, executed for what he did he ought to he ought to face the death after he after the courts do their thing and they find right. if they find him guilty then the death penalty is the very least that he should face. Uh, one more thing before we uh, have to take the bottom of the hour break. The Alamo announced yesterday they have been closed since March 16th. The Alamo is going to be closed indefinitely until further notice because they say once we're able to implement recommended COVID-19 precautions, we're going to have to remain closed. My question to the people who are running the Alamo is what is your problem? You can certainly open. If you need me to come down there and show you how to open up and follow COVID-19, 
19 precautions I'll show you. But you can certainly say to people, if you so choose, I think it's ridiculous, but if you so choose, you can tell people you want to come in the Alamo, wear a mask. You can certainly let a, a low number of people in there. Do your 25 or your 50%, whatever feels good, but you can certainly do it. Open the Alamo and do it now. You can do it. I don't want to hear these excuses about, you know, we got to find out how we do this and how we put the restrictions. Yeah, you know what? If the guy who owns the bar up in New Braunfels can certainly figure it out and get it done, you can. Quit the excuses. Open the Alamo. Yeah, it ain't that deep, man. <laughs> but you know, well, I mean, all, you know, all of this stuff about social distancing. But when you're in a protest, it doesn't matter, right? You remember no. when Nuremberg was there, shoulder to shoulder, uh, dropping the GD a couple of, or a week ago? Yes. Yes. It wasn't social distancing. You know, damn mask nope. on. <laughs> you know, but they can't open the Alamo because we don't know how to tell people to socially distance. No. Look at the mirror, you moron. I mean, I'm just so sick of it all, man. Well, <laughs> sick well of it all. <laughs> are, are I missing this last hour? The guy who dressed at the Grim Reaper and went down to the beaches to tell people right. you're going to die from being here on the right. beach. Remember that? And he had the yes. whole Grim Reaper thing on with a the sickle. They got pictures of him now all over the internet <laughs> doing all these black protests. He's all the protest uh, now and he's not social distancing or wearing a mask so these people yeah. are hypocritical idiots is what they are right. all right when we come back on the other side the latest target now of the left and you may be a target we'll tell you coming up you know at steven's roofing it's all about making sure you got a beautiful roof on your home and a roof that's going to do a great job for you and your family you know heat heat of South Texas, what we're going through, or what we've been going through this week, just as bad as a hailstorm and a wind. Oh no! Well, I'm telling you, uh, that stuff is tough on shingles. It's tough on on the uh, joints. It's tough on the areas around the vent pipes and the chimney and what have you, where they have to do the caulking. Drives all that caulking out. So, if you haven't had Stevens Roofing out, take care of that. And do roof maintenance. You need to. It's just like doing AC maintenance or whatever. They, you you got to have these guys come out and, and maintain the roof. And Stevens does a fantastic job of maintaining your roof. Believe me. You don't want to find out that your roof has not been maintained the next time we get a storm, okay? Because the next time we get a storm, if you haven't been maintaining your roof, you got water inside the house, now something that was going to cost you a couple hundred bucks to have taken care of on the roof, you're talking about tens of thousands inside the house. Don't go that way. Call our friends at Stevens Roofing, San Antonio-owned and operated Stevens Roofing. They're ready to take care of you. 210-785. News is happening fast. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. If he ever feels a moment of decency, he should apologize for that tweet. Because it is wholly unacceptable. All right. That's uh, Governor Cuomo up in New York. Hey, Chris, I love this, man. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's all right. Rock and roll here to stay, is it? Yes, it is. I like that a lot, man. You better get a copy. I need a, I need a hard copy of that to put in my, um, in my library here, Mr. Rima, because um, pretty soon you won't be able to get hard copies of the things that you love. Uh, it is all being done right now because the uh, the fascist mob is now active and taking away all art that uh, is uh, something that helped build this country into what it is. Right now, they have successfully uh, moved on HBO 
to Blacklist Gone with a Win from 1939. By the way, today, June 10th, is Hattie McDaniel's birthday. The first African-American, and from that movie, to be able to win an Oscar. Uh, I've been saying for years, don't rely on a digital copy of anything. Because the fascists over at Amazon are going to get rid of your digital copies of the books that they don't approve of. The same is true with music. The same, obviously, is true now with movies. Gone with the Wind. They have prevailed on HBO to get rid of it. Oscar winner John Ridley is the one who uh, led this movement. And yesterday, last night, HBO said, yeah, we're going to shelve it until we can put it in its proper context. That sounds like a statue going into storage (laughs) until we can put it in its proper context. But remember what happened this week, Sean. Remember, NPR said if you're white, you need to decolonize your bookshelf and take all the white authors off your bookshelf. Elmer Fudd lost his shotgun. (laughs) This is all together. Elmer Fudd was disarmed. Yes. And uh, years ago, years, rights, right. if you don't think this is for real, Song of the South was taken down by Disney years ago, and they hit it. So Huckleberry Finn and, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird, all these, get ready. It's all going to go away. You had better get hard copies. Better. Well, it's, 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 it's full throttle now. You're right. It's been around for a while. I mean, I, I've gone off for years on high schools that would, uh, you know, would kill a mockingbird or anything by Mark uh-huh. Twain. I got a yank because, you know, there's dirty words in there and there's racial right. stereotypes. And uh, that always infuriated me, you know, especially as a writer. That just, those are books that I grew up on. Uh, they were reflective of their times, just like Gone with the Wind was reflective of the period in, of, uh, in which the story took place. It's a gorgeous movie. Uh, Hattie McDaniel, yeah, Hattie McDaniel, the first black woman, black anybody to win an Oscar. Yeah, and her birthday. I you say her birthday's today. Today, today. Uh, you know, it's shameful. And it, 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 these are artless thugs who who do this kind of stuff, man. They're fascist. And, and art, the 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 journey of uh, your your art, the art that a society creates. You know, it, it should reflect the times in which it was created. Uh, that's another part of history. We capture human emotion, in a sense, and human experience uh, down through history by the art any society produces at any given time. When you start erasing that, you're basically, uh, again, erasing a certain amount of history, but you're also setting yourself up for a future where art is so generic, where movies are so generic and inoffensive, and books are so politically correct, whatever anybody who writes or reads books anymore, that art will lose its function. It will no, it'll no longer reflect the times in which it is created because people will be too afraid to do anything artistically. You know, and again, these are, it's like somebody laying their hands on a statue of the cenotaph, which I've always said is a masterpiece in sculpture. It's a masterwork of sculpture. It's a masterful piece of art. And when artless people who can't do that lay their hands on it, it's the same thing as canceling out Gone with the Wind. It is an amazing achievement, uh, in cinema. Uh, and, and to, uh, cancel it out like that again, that's what mediocre, artless people do. <laughs> well, now here's the deal. It is the, uh, the the top movie of all time, the most favorite movie of all time, and 73% of black people love Gone with the Wind, according to a Gallup poll. Um, anything with a cop in it, 
anything oh, yeah. with a cop. You're, you're, you, whether it's a television show you like, uh, people who like these CSI shows, you better get the uh, C, get, get the DVD sent to your home immediately of those shows. Uh, if you go back to the to the early days of police movies, police television, and you like those, you better get the DVD. Yep. Co- it's all the, going the, away. the show cop. <laughs> it's all going away. The, the show cops has been canceled. They canceled yeah. it. Thirty-one years. Thirty years. Yeah, thirty-one. Thirty-one, 31. years. It's it's been it's been, it was on the air one year longer than my stinking radio career, and it just went all it just went away in a space of a couple of days because cops now bad. Any depiction of cops yep. bad. Uh, and we even talked about cops the other day, the TV show, that they made a conscious decision with every episode to always make sure they interacted or portrayed interacti- interactions with white people more, more than blacks. I mean, it was a conscious decision they've made for, for many years. Still, yep. it's, not good. it's not good enough. It's got to go, man. No, no. Well, it's never Don't enough. cast your eyes upon it's- it. That's right. And so, uh, you know, you got the Mel Gibson, Danny Glover movies. You got to get rid of that. Anything that portrays a police officer in a good light, you know, they're going to get T.J. Hooker. You know, that's going to happen. They're going to get him, too. They're going to go for the T.J., man. They they are. They're going to get T.J. Hooker. Adrian Smith, where are you? you But you know what? Here's a good point. Here's a good point. First of all, I call them fascists because this is what fascists do, right? right? Hitler did this. Hitler did this. Stalin did it. Stalin did it. Hitler did it. Stalin did it. The Taliban is still doing it. The Chicoms do it every single day. They're doing exactly... The left in this country is doing exactly what Hitler, the Taliban, the Chicoms, and all of them did. They're erasing all of this stuff. They're book burning is what they're doing, Sean. Book burning. They they Figuratively, they they are uh, book burning. Yes, yeah. You know, honestly, uh, uh, and you know what happens. Well, it's the 2020 version they, of it, right? Right. But you know what happens in a society where, where you start burning books, figuratively speaking, in, in the digital era. Uh, there, you also eventually burn people. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, 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 I hate to be so dramatic about it, but that's exactly no, what's but that's going right. on. And just like the Nazis, these again, artless thugs, artless mm-hmm. thugs who produce no beauty, produce produce no truth, do not enlighten the human condition in any way shape or form by their own actions and and those are the people that tend to uh, want to destroy art uh, because it's offensive or it doesn't fit in with the state line but that is pure fascism you're absolutely right fascism you know in a sense uh, is the exact polar opposite of art right that's right uh, so, some lady just sent me an email and said will roots by alex haley be banned i wouldn't doubt it at all that eventually that's going to to go by the wayside and let me tell you something about that my dad uh, we we watched that entire series on television oh, yeah. and I what remember. it taught me I, I don't remember how old i was man i was i think less than 10 years old i don't remember but it, you know i was very very young and it made such a huge impression on me at that time because our family was all anti-racist in in a big way you know you didn't even act or say a word that right. could have been construed racially in any shape, form, or fashion. Uh, I've told the story. My mama came from Memphis, and she lived with racism around her because she was she she grew up in the black neighborhoods in Memphis. They were poor, and right. and so I mean th- th- this was a big thing in my family. And I watched that, and I said, we never. I watched that, the whole series. We never ever want to go there again. That's what that taught me, and that's what art does. You don't take Christopher Columbus, even if you think Christopher, and I don't think he was a racist, but even if you believe he was a racist, you don't take him and throw him in the ocean like they did last night. You don't do that. It, it, you gaze on that and you say, you know what? I disagree with him. We don't want to ever do that again. Whatever, whoever it is, well, again, this is ridiculous. You know, th- th- there's two ways to understand the world you're living in, and that's to study pure history 
and also the the artistic output of that era, as I was just saying. The two ride hand in hand because, again, one is telling you exactly what happened and one is telling you what that meant. Uh, and when you start erasing all that stuff, you do. You lose the lesson of history, which is what good art does. It, it, it reveals something. And sometimes it reveals something negative. But if you can't learn the lesson of that, as they say, you're going to repeat yep. that mistake again over and over and over again down through the ages. And it looks like that's well, the road we're on right now. One final so, thing yeah, about buy the win. <laughs> buy hard yeah, copies of my saying. books, too. <laughs> Get a hard copy and lock it up in your house. Just right. like I was saying about one last thing on Gone with the Wind. Uh, Clark Gable and the others on that staff were so adamant that they were not going to do segregation. That they right. brought in Hattie and the other black actors and actresses and those who worked on the staff. They brought them in and had lunch with them. Clark Gable and all the uh, Vivian Lee, they all got together. Right. To have the, they, they refused to do and And, and at that time, 1939, 1938, 37, when they filmed it, segregation was everywhere. And oh, yeah. It was ubiquitous. But they refused to do that. That's what we need to do. That's what we need to focus on. That's what we need to talk about here. And and I'll say it again. As this continues and the and all these vestiges and, and all this art concerning slavery and everything else is erased, slavery will be denied in less than 20 years. There will be people who are going to say it never happened. It never happened. What you upset about? Well, it never happened. Well, like I said, I'm not Watch. sure if it's going to be erased or if it's going to be reinvented. You know, uh, from a, from a post historical perspective, to have it be at the very root of every aspect of the formation of, of the country. Do you know what I mean? I think it's it's going to be either mm -hmm. or. It's either going to be they want to erase it, but I don't know that they really want to erase it. I think they want to enhance it. Uh, and I, I think, uh, and plus Democrats, you know, and you know this, they're they're busy about the business of erasing their own dicey relationship with racism, you know, in the Jim Crow era. So sure. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's sure. going to be a denial of slavery or if it's going to be some inverted version of it. So I, I don't know. But we'll unfortunately yeah. probably probably find out. Sooner rather than yep. later. Yep. I want to tell you about BG products. Uh, when you have a vehicle that you're very happy to have, and it's an expensive vehicle. I was just talking to somebody the other day about uh, they were pricing new Suburbans. And said, oh, my gosh, i got to figure out a way to make this Suburban last because there's no way these things are super expensive. Well, that's true. And one of the best things you can do if you have a high mileage or a low mileage vehicle is to use the BG every time you have your oil changed, every time you have the oil replaced. Just tell whoever it is that's doing it you want the BG. BG service. The BG service works tremendously well, in my opinion. I've used it now for many, many years. In fact, the guy who changes my oil, he knows that he just does the service. He, I don't even have to ask anymore. Uh, the MOA goes inside the engine. That gives you maximum uh, lubrication. And then you've got the 44K, which they do a fuel system treatment. It's not just a matter of dumping it in the gas tank, because I'm here to tell you as a race car driver, that stuff doesn't work. If you're dumping it in the tank, forget about it. They do an entire fuel system treatment. They hook it, hook your vehicle up to a machine to clean out the injectors and everything else, and it's awesome. Check it out today wherever fine products are sold. Be Tell them Dave Ramsey sent you. The New York City Police Department has a $6 billion a year budget. That is more than we spend on youth, housing, health care, and homelessness combined in New York City. There you go. There's some fresh stupidity for you from AOC. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm so sick of the morons. Oh, that's right. I'm so sick of the morons. 
I want to slip this in here quickly before we get done this half hour because this is an important note for those of you who proudly fly the flag of the United States in front of your house. There are those who are going around in homes where they find the flag and they're setting the flag on fire. And it's almost burned these houses down on a couple of occasions. Uh, one victim is a uh, Marie Newsy. She said, I'm not raising another flag at my home. It's not worth it for me to put my family through this because they're doing it at night, apparently, or whenever. Sometimes during the day when they're not there or whatever, they'll just come drive up, light that flag on fire, and uh, before you know it, your house is on fire. So just be aware that that's going on. Be aware that there's people out there doing it. In the United States, by the way. In the yeah, United States, you've got to be country. You gotta think twice about flying the flag of this country because oh, I don't think gonna, twice some, about it. some puke's going to set it on fire. I don't because think twice they about it. Point to make, huh? Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I, it's, it doesn't slow me down, but I'm just saying that there there are those out there who it, it, you know it's an act of intimidation, is what it is. They're trying to intimidate people from flying the flag. Period. Well, certainly they are. You know, and yeah. uh, it's probably some young bunch of pukes, and uh, you know, it really is a moron moronic movement, and I, you know, and because that is a cowardly and moronic thing to do. To, to set somebody's flag on fire uh, in, uh-huh. the, in, in the United States of America. It's both. It's, it's, uh, uh-huh. it's cowardly and it's There's nothing bold about it. No, it's there not, isn't. Not but they convince themselves yeah. it is bold. But, you know, if you Liz, – Liz has done some of the – some incredible reporting downtown from these – with from these protests one. nightly going on. But, you know, I don't know how she keeps a straight face when she starts talking to some of these morons – about things like defunding the police and dismantling the police, because yeah. she's a journalist, nineteen-year-old. Yeah, and and she because I, I couldn't hold it together. Yeah, I, no, I wouldn't be able to hold it together. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, but I, I wouldn't be able to hold it together. Burning the flags. Yeah, let me just say this about burning the flags on people's homes. If you get your butt shot off because you did that, you had it coming. So be very careful because right, you, right. some some old boy is going to catch you he's going he, he's going to walk outside and find you lighting a match on his house and it's going to turn out the lights christmas is going to be over <laughs> yeah, i mean that's not a that's why i said it's a moronic thing to do yeah. because obviously if somebody's got the flag outside their home it's very important to them uh you know so yeah you you might get uh, you might get an outcome to that <laughs> that bold act of yours that you're not really looking for but again it's like I was saying, it's a moron movement. It really is a moron movement. That's what we're going to call it from here on out. The Moron Movement. More on that coming up with Warren Rima, KTSA. Reverend or pastor or whatever, because he's not. He's not at all. No, you know. I mean. <laughs> he's a political hack. Let's call him what he is. He's a political hack. He's what he is. Well, all right? and, and, he's an agitator. You know. Talking about being a fame hog too. I mean, this guy—he just yeah. loves the spotlight. Oh my God! And the, thing about, the, the other thing about Al Sharpton is he's been riding on the coattails of Martin Luther King his entire adult life. And what has he so done? Is Jesse Jackson. What has he done with it? So is Jesse Jackson. So, so is right. Jesse Jackson. Right. And what have they done? They've used it, man. <laughs> well, used it for their now, own benefit. Think about that for a minute. Think about the way the Democrat Party has used racism. Right, and think about the way Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson have used racism, and think about, in reality, if racism didn't exist, if we were able to flip off a switch of racism, and it doesn't exist anymore, then what would Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton do for a living? What would the Democrat Party do? Where would they be? <laughs> See, well, they have to have. They have to have it. They have to have racism, and they're the ones who stoke it. They're the ones who oh, yeah. bring it up. They're the ones who they're make it a reality. 
They are They're because that's it. how they make a living. That's what they do. And the Democrat Party is the same way. That's that's their voter base, man. We got to we got to keep our voter base fired up. And they've done it for years. For years they have played that. It started with LBJ, who was the biggest embarrassment right. that the state of Texas has ever had. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about something else that he brought up. We and I were talking about on the air a couple of seconds ago, and off the air too. And this whole idea that we well, need to give Colin Kaepernick a job in the NFL. You know, don't apologize. Give me that's what you know Sharpton said yesterday. Right. Um, for, first of all, if Colin Kaepernick was worthy of the NFL, politics aside, if he was worthy on his two feet of being able to play the game to the standards that these coaches need him to play the game, he would be in the game because the coaches don't really care about his politics. Coaches have one job, and that's to win. And if Colin Kaepernick gave any coach in the NFL the best chance at winning, that he'd be working. I understand that there was an interview yesterday with John Elway, who's the chief of football operations and general manager with the Denver Broncos, saying that we offered him a contract, and he turned it down. He, he didn't want to play. I mean, he's, he's made that perfectly clear. And the point about that is, and, and you've said this over and over again, is that he's made more money outside of and reached more fame outside of football than he ever would inside of football. And I just was going through an exercise with you. Who's the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns? Do you know? No, I don't know. Atlanta Falcons? No, I have the faintest idea. What about the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars? Quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know? I have no idea. <laughs> and, and this is my point. It's, I'm not humiliating you. Here's my no, point. No, I know Here's that. No, everybody knows. Outside I don't know anything about football, but I mean, I, exactly. But most and that's people the point probably I'm don't, unless you're a hardcore football fan, could exactly. name who those folks are. But, yeah. exactly right. But you know Colin Kaepernick. And that's what Kaepernick right. counts on. He he wouldn't have reached this level of fame while playing the game. No way. He would have been three or four years and out, sitting on a rock. Yeah, and chair. you know, and his ego has got to be you know nine miles long. I mean, he's he, oh yeah. You know, people. The whole take of the knee thing has become symbolic of this whole thing. With and he's tied directly to it. And you know, the social justice warrior thing has really worked out for him. You know, he makes a cover of GQ. He's got his fist well, in the air. He's got his own clothing line. You know, it's, it's no. Who, who's it's, the, why would you want to go to work? Why would you want to go to work in the NFL and have to actually play football when you could just put your fist in the air and be and just be Colin Kaepernick and make money and, and, well, who's, and gain the celebrity? Who's the girl on the view? Never would have earned. Sonny Histon, I think, or whatever her name is. Uh, Sonny, is her name Sonny? Right. Uh, on the I view. She said yesterday he deserves the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, come, come, you know, come on, That's man. what she said. That's what she said yesterday. <laughs> Give him the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, for uh-huh. what? <laughs> Selling sneakers? <laughs> you know, but you, but you know, but if, no, I'm serious. If you, but if, you know, if you're, if you're critical, he's another one of those guys who is a completely mediocre human being. But if you criticize him, like, you know, if you, were, if you and I were doing this in a different situation, oh, my God, the reaction we get from folks. You criticize him and you're a horrible racist. You know, or you don't care about black lives. I'm just talking uh, about his football I, I, I get prowess. so sick of it. Yeah, well, you All know more. Yeah, it's prowess. like, and, well, that's what I mean. It's like he never would have gained the celebrity as a football player. Exactly. And, and, and that's what my point was, the exercise with you, is that people who don't follow the game, they they have no idea who the guys are who play the game. He's outside of the game, and he's become this celebrity, and it's been the best thing in the world. Could have happened to him, personally, is is uh, uh, leaving the game. Uh, he, he would have just been retired from the game, and nobody would have known who he was. So he has parlayed all of this into a very successful activist career. People think about that for just a minute.
I don't even know if he's genuine in this. I have no idea. But I, I do know that people have become something other than just because it brings them fame and fortune. And sure. that, Al Sharpton's a prime example of that. Al Sharpton doesn't believe half the stuff that comes out his mouth, and he is no more a reverend than I can flap my uh, my arms and fly to Orlando, Florida right now. He is not a reverend. And yet he, he, he acts like it, and he calls right. himself that, and he has other people call him that because it fits to make him a celebrity and make him very wealthy, by the way. Pay your taxes, Al. Well, and, and you look at Ka- Kaepernick, you know, he, he's moved beyond mere celebrity. He's an icon now. I mean, he really is. He's an icon. And what's hilarious to me about that is you, you read anything, that, that you read an interview with that guy or see an interview with that guy, he ain't that detail. He's not the deepest guy in the world. You know what I mean? His answers very often don't make any sense whatsoever. And yet he is an icon of the civil rights, of the new civil rights era. It's a farce. <laughs> it's just, a, it's a farce. It's, it's such a farce. And it's so insulting to the original civil rights heroes uh, of the Jim Crow era who actually did accomplish something. Uh, as far as elevating people, and, and it, it just makes me want to barf. It really does. I go back to I go back to um, Bill Belichick just lost the goat. All right, he just left and went down to Tampa Bay talking about Tom Brady. Right, mm-hmm. if Bill Belichick believed that. Colin Kaepernick was going to be uh, the new goat and could take him to another Super Bowl. Belichick would hire him lickety split. It'd take oh, yeah. about a half a minute to put Cop Kaepernick in there because Bill Belichick has one job and one job only, and that is to win football games. And he just lost the goat, so perfect opportunity there. And nope, didn't happen because Belichick knows he ain't all that good. Back in a minute with more wearing rhyme. George W. Bush says, "Ain't so." What you heard was it just. Ain't so, and Sean will kick open the next segment. BSG 210-877-1222. If you have a security system through BSG now, you can expand it to your car. This is so cool. I talked to Jim Davis yesterday. He's one of just a great friend, and he will become a great friend for you as well in taking care of smart home technology for your home. Okay? Don't let this train roll out the station without you. Smart home technology is where it's at. And it's where the future is now. And Jim Davis at BSG and his team are bringing that future into right now, this moment, and making it happen for people like you and me. It's not just for the rich and wealthy anymore. This is for people like you and me. Middle-income America can now get on the train known as smart home technology. And this deal is really cool. They can hook your car up to your smart home (laughs) Right? So that wherever you are, if something happens to your car, you get a notification on your smartphone. You might be in the office. You might be in the grocery store. You might wherever. And if something happens, boom, you're notified on that immediately. Their smart technology is tremendous. It's the best I've ever seen. And I really love the fact that BSG is local. I always talk about buy local, buy local, buy local, buy local, and that's what they are here. There's other companies, and they're knocking on doors, and they're leaving door knockers and all that kind of stuff. Give us a call, and we'll produce smart. No, 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 no. It's people that are from California or Ohio, places like that. Go with San Antonio's own BSG with six months of deferred payments right now at BSG. 210-877-1222. And your AccuWeather forecast for Wednesday, June 10th. It sure is feeling good outside. The humidity is much lower than what it has been. And you're going to notice that even though the temperatures will still be in the mid-90s throughout the weekend, today, tomorrow, and into the weekend. But with the lower humidity, it's just going to feel better. Nicer, nicer outside. 
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. How reckless, how irresponsible, how mean, how crude. I mean, if there was ever a reprehensible, dumb comment. Yeah, and Governor Cuomo was pretty reprehensible and dumb and rude of you to sign an executive order dumping COVID-19 people into nursing homes so that everybody in the nursing home would get it. You, sir, should be investigated for that and probably some sort of charges, but it's not going to happen. 821, where in Rima? What's going on, Mr. Rima? You know, one of the more obnoxious aspects of this farce, and I'm talking about the whole thing, the pandemic, the civil unrest, all of it, are the celebrity Caucasian liberals that are just tripping over each other, trying to outwoke each other. You know what I mean? And the, and the way, well, you know, you, I got, I'm, I'm more woke than you are. And the way you do that is you just wrap your arms around your stinking, guilty, white privilege. And you, you, Natalie Portman is the la- the latest. Natalie Portman, uh, they're talking about. She's talking about defunding the police. Does this on her Instagram? When I first heard hashtag defund the police, I have to admit my first reaction was fear. My whole life, police have made me feel safe, but that's exactly the center of my white privilege. The police make me, as a white woman, feel safe, while my black friends, because she's got black friends. She said that? <laughs> family and neighbors feel the opposite. People make them feel terror. You know, and, I, and it goes on and on and on. I'm not going to put any more of this crap on the air. But basically the idea is, well, cops only exist to make white people feel comfortable. Uh, which is something you're hearing over and over again, and I, I you know, it's all what comes into my mind immediately. Is like, what about the black cops? What about the Hispanic cops? What about the female cops? When you start getting rid of entire police departments, you know you're also kicking those people out of a job too. And you're gonna sit there and tell me that every black cop in America exists to make white people feel safe it's a ridiculous claim but again none of this is about logic or reason it's about Mm-mm. natalie letting everybody know how bad and guilty she feels about her stinking white privilege uh and it's it's it is it's obnoxious these people have nothing to do but sit around in their mansions and come up with this bilious crap and we talked yesterday about the political the political class the swamp and mm-hmm. I mentioned that the celebrity community in this country, they kind of operate the same way. You've mm-hmm. been out to L.A. You know how you know, what, the, the, the luxurious bubble these people live in. Oh, sure. At some point, it, it, this, she's been a, a celebrity her entire life, her entire adult life. Uh, entire life, actually. She started as a kid. And yep. they also become extremely disconnected from average working Americans. And from American in America in the real world, they just don't live there anymore. And so for them, it's very easy to say, "Well, yes, we must get rid of all the police departments because they're racist," you know, because they all got their own private security details. They got big walls around mm-hmm. their mansions. They're not going to have to live in that world without cops. It's it's. It, I'm just sick of it all, man. <laughs> yeah. Well. 
You know, here's the thing. Uh, we wouldn't be talking about Natalie Portman had she not said something really stupid, and that's why these right. people do it. It's just like we were talking about yesterday with Chris Cuomo walking around on camera naked. Uh, reason he did that is because, you know, we talked about him, and we right. talked about just talked about Natalie Portman. There was no there would, there would have been no other reason for us to mention her because she's pretty much useless at this point and, and has not done anything that's been worth us worthy of wearing Rima commenting on her. Uh, period, and and, uh, and and she knows that. And if she's going to get mentioned on this show and other shows, she's got to say stupid stuff, just like Chris Cromo's got to walk around naked. You know what they are? They're fame hogs. That's all. Uh, I would use a different word, but it's not polite. They're fame hogs, and that's it. That's all I care about. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Like you said, it's all about who who's the most woke because the most woke is going to get the attention. But they're hypocrites. They don't actually believe this stuff. They don't. No you, you tell him you're right. You tell me that if a bunch of people, like a gang of guys, busted into her house, that she would be, you know, totally cool with calling a social worker to come on in there and try to de-escalate that. Of course situation. not. Of course not. <laughs> the big bruiser, the big bruiser she hires as a private security guard right. is going to start. He's going to pull out his really big AR-15 and start shooting people. Right. That's how that works. And as long as they have that kind of cover, then they can say anything they want to about you and me. And it, it doesn't matter the the level of dumbassery they get to. And uh, that's it. <laughs> well, that's true. And, and they don't have to suffer yeah, yeah. a bad economy. They don't have to suffer no, they again, don't. the 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 idea of a, a world without law enforcement. Correct. They, they, they've skated through this entire experience over the past six months or four months or however long it's been. And whatever else so is again, coming up, they'll be skating through that too. Yeah. Right. Doesn't require anything of them, so they can make whatever no. stupid statements they want. You're right. You know, it gets some attention. Uh, these are not people who Natalie Portman. I think the last thing she did was that Black Swan thing, and that was already a handful of years ago. Was it ten ten years ago? Something, something like, like that. Not yeah, even more. You know, and, and no. Alyssa Milano. It's like, well, who cares? You Another know, one. I mean, yep. This is how they stay uh, relevant, and this is how they also be. The, it's also about their own community, in that they want to be within their own community more woke than anybody sure. else. I mean, entertainment, sure, they get, they film, get applause. It's an ego-driven business, right? And when so, they go to when they. When they go to Jen Aniston's home Friday night for the party, they're, they're going to get a round of applause. That's how that works. Right. Well, I want to toss in this real quick. <laughs> right. Uh, the New York Times uh, said the other day that George W. Bush is not going to uh, back Donald Trump, that he, he is not going to vote for Donald Trump, and he's not going to support Donald Trump. It was a story for a couple of days that was out there. Colin Powell announced that he was once again going to be voting Democrat. Well, he, you can go back as far as you want. Colin Powell has been voting Democrat. He voted for Obama both times. He voted for Hillary last time. But they said that about Bush in the New York Times. Keep in mind, we've been saying that there's no arbiter or presenter of truth out there as far as these papers are concerned. Bush spokesman Freddie Ford came out yesterday and said that story in the New York Times completely made up. There's not one bit of truth in it. He said George W. Bush has retired from presidential politics, has not indicated how he will vote. He did not vote for Trump in 2016. I would suspect because Bush is a one-worlder and Trump is not, Bush will not be voting for him, but the official position from George W. Bush is I don't say how I'm voting, and I, I haven't told the New York Times or anybody else how I'm voting or not voting, so what you read in the New York Times was a lie. I know you're shocked by that, <laughs> that the New York Times lied again. They can't tell the truth. I'd be shocked they if can't. they told the truth. I, I'd be shocked exactly. if they actually did real journalism at some point again, if right. they ever did. You so, know, I mean, that, that's where I keep coming up. back. My cynicism is such that, you know, I, I'm just, not, none of this shocks me anymore. You know, and, and mm -hmm. that's in and of itself kind of sad. 
<laughs> when you expect people to be, you know, hypocrites and 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 bloviators and liars and all sure. this stuff. Yeah, you know, exactly. It, 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 it's the truth doesn't matter. The truth simply the truth has left the building, basically. The in all things cancel the cancel culture is uh, uh, alive and well. More details about that with Warren Ram eight seven four seven. Follow every phase of the reopening on News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. It was horrendous and horrific. Uh, the president targeted a seventy five year old. Um, man, justice-loving man who uh, who wanted to stand up for his neighbors and wanted to stand up for his fellow black Americans and making sure that everyone is treated equally in the eyes of the law. All right, so it's a story that's not going to gain any traction, so AOC, keep it up. 8, 837, where in Rima? I want to talk about real quick here, Sean. I've got uh, four quick stories. I'll roll into one here about... Um, cancel culture that's going on mm-hmm. and we've seen right. it so many different places one first one here is a ucla professor who's been suspended and he's under police protection because he's receiving death threats right now gordon klein is his name at the university of Cal- california los angeles uh, basically uh the ute out there wanted him to cancel their finals because they wanted to go out and do the whole Black Lives Matter protesting and all those kinds of things. They wanted to be in the streets, you know, protesting. And he said, no, we're going to have finals. It's time. And they said, no, we're not going to have finals. And and uh, he said, no, we're going to have finals. It's finals time. Right. The Anderson School of Management Dean Antonio Bernardo, Bernardo sent an email to students calling Klein's behavior troubling the malibu police department has increased police presence outside of his home because he has received multiple death threats on his life all because he has declined the student's request to delay or cancel altogether the final exam in light of george floyd's death because floyd died we shouldn't have to take our final exams that's one the other one is Paul Krugman from the New York Times says he's an economist. He's not an economist. He doesn't know the first thing about the economy. Paul Krugman, I'd like to remind you, is the same guy who said, you know what? The Internet is going to be around about as long as, uh, well, nothing. It's not going to stay. It has no staying power. He is uh, moving on the University of Chicago to uh, fire a professor right now because the professor criticized Black Lives Matter. Just criticized him, you know, and uh, so Paul Krugman declared that the Internet would prove less important than fax machines at some point. He got that one right, and so now he's moving against this professor. Arizona State has revoked a job offer after a professor praises good police officers. There are good police officers out there, said this professor. This professor was up to advance and receive a job at Arizona State. They have since called her and said, because you praised the cops, you don't get the gig. And finally, Rowan University President Ali Hashmoand said that the school will not be renewing the contract of Office of Emergency Management Director Peter Amico at a board trustees meeting this week. In his, st- in his statement, Hashmoand said the national spotlight on social justice and police matters and this guy that they just fired is an ex-cop who killed a black teen for trying to kill him with a knife in 1994. Mm. And they have just fired him for doing his job in 1994, protecting people from a black teen that was about to kill people with a knife. And now he loses his job in, what, what year is this? 2020. 
Well, you know, the cancel culture is it first off it's retroactive, so they'll go they'll go back as far as they have to go if they want to get rid of you. Uh it, it's 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 really disturbing because in the cancel culture on the one hand, they can't shut up about how we're lifting people up and we're all about, you know, this group of people and you got to spread the love, man, and we just got to love each other. But at the, on the other hand, on the other side of the coin, if you criticize them, they'll threaten your life, they'll threaten the lives of your family, they'll threaten to burn your house down. You know, it's one really bizarre example of deep insecurity. There's a deep insecurity about this movement. In general, I think that hey, somewhere somebody in the back of their mind knows that they're full of crap. So you can't allow any criticism. Uh, it's again, it's also part of that. I'm more woke than you are. I know why this guy shouldn't have his job, and it's really disturbing because they go after people who have done nothing wrong, and they nothing. destroy their lives. They destroy yep. their lives because they can't handle one molecule of criticism or one uh, uh, differing opinion in any way, shape, or form. Fascist. You know, it, it, it's fascist. It's absolutely fascist. I mean, they, they're called anti Antifa, right? Anti-fascism. And yeah, yet, who's the fascist in the room? It's, it's absurd. Yeah, it's they absurd. Claim they claim that Trump is a fascist, but who is the one who's actually getting somebody fired for doing his job right. in 1994? Four. How how well, far back do you want to go to fire somebody for doing what he was hired to do in the first place? Or, as I've told you, there's at least one police officer in San Antonio where there's a internal affairs investigation going on because this this cop liked a meme on Facebook, merely hit the uh, thumbs up on Facebook, and this cop is, is under an internal affairs investigation for it. The idiocy crazy, knows no man. bounds, man. Knows no bounds. Well, it, it, you know, if it was just stupid, that'd be one thing. But it's stupid and mean. It's stupid and dangerous. You know, I mean, the people getting death threats who disagree with any part of this are almost routine now. You know, if you, if you in any way, shape, or form don't toe the party line or just you, 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 ver you vary off the, the, the uh, preferred opinion, if you will, they, they they are they're gonna they're gonna burn your house down and they're gonna ruin your career and they're gonna get you fired. Uh, you know it started a few years ago with uh, uh, radio folks like Dr. Laura who you know had some opinions that the gay community didn't agree with, and so they worked 24 hours a day to get her yanked off the air and destroy her career and destroy her life. It's a thousand times worse now, and that's what's troubling because I think that stuff's only gonna get worse. Oh sure, with this cancel culture. And you know, I again, you, you hear me say it all the time. It's a moron parade. It's a it's a march of morons. It really, well, really is. But they're but they're mean movement. and violent morons. That's the yeah, only thing. Well, they're mean and violent morons. Here's another one. New York City Police Benevolent Association Chief Pat Lynch. We played sound from him earlier this morning. He gave a very impassioned speech yesterday, and we played uh, some of that speech for you. Uh, saying that Mayor Bill de Blasio and state district attorneys are attempting to rush through a series of laws that would strip power from the New York uh, Police Department. He said, if you put your hands on a criminal, you're going to go to jail now, <laughs> that the cops are the ones that are going to go to jail. 
Uh, I'm not being dramatic. That's how bad it is. No one has read these bills. They're following the crowd. Over the last week, Lynch said, the city saw 40 shootings, the highest since 2012. Murders are up 94% in the last month compared to the same time last year. He said the criminals know it. While folks were protesting, they were breaking down doors and breaking windows and pulling out weapons that they're not afraid to carry. And then for legislatures or legislators to demonize police officers, we're the problem, according to these people. If we broke the window as if we caused the violence, that is absolutely outrageous. We, as police officers, are citizens of this city and these counties and our state. Our families live with us, too. What we're seeing now is a rush to pass packages of bills in the dark of night without even reading them. And Lynch said NYPD officers are being prosecuted for their actions with protesters. He said the, the, the DA has said we're not going to prosecute criminals who looted, who were out protesting and setting stuff on fire. Those people are not going to be prosecuted, but all the cops are going to be prosecuted. We are living in the most uh, upside-down world that I've ever seen in my life, and I've been doing this a long time. This is idiocy, what's happening. Man, when, when the good guys become the bad guys, you're in trouble. <laughs> the As a society, inside. you are in trouble. When the people who protect your freedoms and, and, the, and, and the law and order of a society are, are demonized and turned into the bad guys, man... We are at a real dicey time in American history right now, and I think this next vote really does matter. You know, November really is a big deal because uh, if if we get to, if we screw this vote up, because uh, you know these people are going to try to cheat as well. So if they are able to retain the, the White House, uh, and this is who they are before they get there, it's over. I mean, come on, it's over. What it's we over. What, what we know of America will cease to be. Oh, it won't exist. Um, and what they're doing in, in New York as a result of this now, 609 as of today, it's going to go up today, I'm quite sure, 609 officers of NYPD are tendering their resignations and taking retirement. It's yeah. Wednesday, June 10th, and your AccuWeather forecast coming up for you. You know, it's San Antonio RVs. They're looking for great product. They're looking for consignment. And at San Antonio RVs, things have been going so well, they're looking for consignment sales. So if you'd like to sell your rv nobody but nobody but nobody is going to pay you more for your current rv in a consignment sale nobody uh, bottom line now at san antonio rvs they also do something really tremendous if you have a travel trailer a fifth wheel motorhome whatever getting its service has always been a pain right you got to go get it and t- you know tie onto it with the truck take it out there and have them fix it and all that. you don't have to do that anymore you tell them where it is, they'll go pick it up, they'll service it, you know, fix it, whatever, and take it right back where it was. And so the next time you're ready to go somewhere, your trailer's there ready to go because you did the San Antonio RVs deal. San Antonio RVs has a ton of RVs on the ground ready for you right now, travel trailers and stuff like that. They have new and used. A lot of their used are brand spanking new. Somebody got got one, and then they turned around and moved up real quick and stuff like that. So they got gorgeous RVs out there for you and the best service anywhere. That's San Antonio.